0: Hello friends, thank you for tuning your dial or going to the KSKQ website and picking our show to listen to, Dream Infringement. On a typical show day, Dream Infringement is three longtime besties. That's me, Jennifer Woodside, and then Bobby and Emily Castillo. However, today I am deviating from the normal and it is just me. So, I'm a screenshotter. A screenshot-aholic. In my phone I have a bunch of little files. I have a file for books to check out, TV shows, movies, podcasts, project ideas, even a dream infringement theme idea folder. So I'll take a screenshot of the thing that I mean to follow up on, put it in a little folder for later. And I have a songs folder. I'll hear something on like a social media app or a music app and I'll take a screenshot with the intention to listen to the full song later and see if I actually like it, but I don't do that. I never do that. (laughs) Let's have a folder of songs that I've never really delved into. So today we're going to listen together to some of these songs, many from kind of a long time ago, so I have forgotten how they sounded. And so it's like I'm hearing it again for the first time. So I'm going to decide if these songs make it to a playlist status. Will they become part of my own personal musical library? Or will they just not make the cut? Okay, so let's get into it with the very first song. This is a song by Labyrinth featuring Zendaya called The Feels. And this song came out in 2023 and it was written specifically for the characters Zendaya plays in the HBO TV show Euphoria and apparently she hasn't recorded any new music since 2013 so a decade so this collaboration was kind of maybe her getting back into music so here is the song I don't even know if I'm here now, I'm in my... I'm undecided about this one. I like that it's kind of mellow and kind of dramatic. I do like it when she's singing because her voice is lower and find it more pleasant to listen to because I think it balances the sound of the song out. I feel like it goes, pairs well with his voice. But also, I hate this one repetitive noise. So I'm undecided. So next up, we have Haters Anthem by the group Infinity Song. And they are a sibling group of four, Abraham, Israel, Angel, and Talia, who are songwriters, performers, and music producers. They were raised by parents who were also musicians, their father uh, was a choir director in Detroit. Abraham says, music is our way of life. Growing up it was one of the major vehicles to our development as people. So let's hear their song. I love the way it feels to be a hater. Something so sweet about thinking that I'm better. Just to wake up the- Somehow, never, ever rise to this one makes it into the playlist. It's kind of got such a, a happy beat, but I really like the message that it has. Like it's saying, oh, well, it's easy to criticize from the sidelines of like people who are really putting themselves out there while others are intent on tearing them down. It reminds me of like when we like watch the Olympics or like a singing contest and we're like, they're terrible. <laughs> and it, it's like their skills are so far beyond ours, but we still have opinions about it. So I identify uh, from both sides of this song because I tend to be a little judgy myself. And so it's something I can sing well feeling bad about it, but good because the song is kind of happy. So yeah, it makes it into the playlist. So next up is a song called Back to Me by the band The Rose, which is a South Korean indie rock band. And the band's name means to show music that coexisted with the beauty of flowers and the sharpness of thorns. The band is composed of four members. Kim u sung Hak Dojun, Yi Hajun, and Lee Jae-young. The vocals on Back to Me are split between the group's two fluent English speakers, Woo Sung and Tojoon. Doljun spent five years in New Zealand as a child, and Woo Sung was born in South Korea and spent most of his early years in the United States. The other two have been brushing up on their English, now do interviews primarily in English with a little Korean sprinkled in. I feel like I've been seeing a lot of these sort of Korean and English hybrid bands where members either like grew up in the United States and are bilingual and so they can kind of go back and forth which is nice they play to a larger audience that way so let's hear them this is the rose let's see if they have the beauty of flowers with the sharpness of thorns I can make you mad, I can make you scream, I can make you cry, I can make you leave, I can make you hate me for everything, but I can't make you come back to me. This sounds very sort of early 90s. I'm thinking kind of in the realm of Jimmy Eat World to me. Um, I, I don't know like I'm not I'm not immediately like this song does it for me but at the same time it's really catchy and I feel like I want to hear it again so it is making it to the playlist conditionally because maybe I'll listen to it a few times and decide I don't want to hear it again it's not immediate love but it's it's like I'm in like that's the rating for now this next song is by Megan Cromwell and it is called Wallpaper And there's not really that much information about her online just some things from high school where she was involved in choir and all things music and that's about it I think Megan Cromwell needs to post a nice bio somewhere on the internet where nosy people like me can find it and relay it to the rest of the world but until then We'll just make do with the small shred of information that we have. She runs into your arms and you hold her close While I take a step back and watch the whole show But the curtain never falls and the film still rolls And I hold back the things I'll never say Because she's great like you handmade her And I simply blend in with the wallpaper I first... Megan on TikTok and I really enjoyed her lyricism like some of her metaphors and the things she was singing about I I vibed so I'd been following her and listening to the song all the way through I still I love the lyrics and she has like You can tell she's a very earnest and sincere person, like her song is like brimming with emotion, but I think it's just like a a little bit too dramatic in ways that maybe could be saved for certain uh, climaxes in the song. She does that breathy, gaspy thing too much, in my opinion, and a lot of singers will do it in their songs, but they'll kind of space it out so it's not every other word. But she's young, she's really in the beginning of her career, so I think that that could change. But I vibe with the the lyrics. I mean, who hasn't been in a relationship where you break up and then they start dating somebody that seems like better than you, or if not better, better suited to them. And that's hard to take. So next up, we have the singer Leve who is an Icelandic singer and songwriter, who describes her musical style, which is a mixture of jazz pop and bedroom pop, as modern jazz. She was a finalist on Iceland Got Talent in 2014, and a semi-finalist on The Voice Iceland in 2015. All I've had is coffee to me because everything every element of this song points to me liking it. I like soft songs. I like crooning songs. And yet this song does it doesn't do the thing. It does not give me dopamine to listen to it. Though I appreciate how many times she references pie. I definitely vibe with the pie part of the song for sure. I could see using it in the background of like having people over for dinner like it's it's a really nice relaxed ambient kind of sound but otherwise I don't see this making it to my playlist though I'm probably should check out some of her other songs because maybe this one just isn't the one, but that sound could lend itself to me liking something else that she's done. Not all hope is lost. So next up we have a song by Finn called I'm in Love With You. Finnegan Sneed, known by his stage name Finn, is an independent singer and producer from San Diego And he's so far released two albums Otherwise, there's really not any information on him. He's a musician who apparently doesn't want anyone to find him which if selling albums is your goal, I would like to recommend maybe doing something about that. However, if it isn't and you're just chill and you don't care then (laughs) keep things as they are, I suppose. So here is Finn. I'm in love with you. More than summer and afternoons. Pictures of the same thing. Was it like when you come home to remember pictures of the same place? So I like that the guy was mellow and I liked when they switched it up a little bit, but I found the song to be kind of boring. There's not a lot to it. It's just the same repeated phrase over and over. I think I would have liked it if there was more lyrics to it. I didn't hate this song. I could see it being sort of nice, ambient background because it kind of has a droning quality to it. So, eh, I don't... It's not making it to the playlist. Like, it just... Maybe if I was like having a dinner party and I wanted that kind of vibe, maybe it would make it to that kind of playlist, but like for me to listen to personally, like in my car or something, no. Oh, but it would be a good Rainy Day song because I think it would hit the beat of the windshield Wipers. Like, I'm in love with you, in more than summer and afternoons. Yeah, I think it would hit that way, but um, no, I'm not going to do that. So David Kushner with his song, Daylight, he's an American singer-songwriter who grew up in Chicago and later moved to Los Angeles, California to further his music career. Wikipedia says after realizing he could sing after finishing 12th grade, which was such a weird turn of phrasing to me, like, did he not know that he, did he never try before? I can't, I don't comprehend that sentence. Um, But it says he played the guitar and taught music to himself and eventually worked with a vocal coach. He released the single Miserable Man in January of 2022, which went viral on TikTok. He's sort of the musician that TikTok built. Um, He later released the single Daylight um, in April of 2023. He created a TikTok trend to accompany the release of the song which is brilliant marketing because then people will keep playing your song which means you get more people buying your song which means you sell more of your song and he has commented about tiktok saying it has played the biggest role in my music career it started as a fun thing i definitely had not planned to market my music But after the unexpected success, I knew that TikTok would be a powerful tool to be able to connect with new people. And he is dating a TikTok influencer. Uh, I don't know if their love is real or not, but if you merge two powerhouse TikTokers, like, the world just implodes, I guess. So TikTok influencer Nicole Mitchell, with whom he posted a TikTok to promote daylight, says he's a Christian and the content of his music is influenced by his faith. He does not look like how I thought he would look because I heard the song first and made assumptions and then then looked him up in my mind he was probably like a big burly guy with a lot of tattoos but in reality he's kind of a, a slim slope-shouldered guy with sort of a preppy style and he wears glasses and um yeah not what I thought he would look like but I guess that's a wonderful thing about music is that the voice stands alone. Oh I love it and I hate it at the same time You and I drink the poison from the same vine Oh I love it and I hate it at the same time Hiding all of our sins from the daylight From the daylight, running from the daylight From the daylight, running from the daylight This song sounds so much like Hozier's Take Me to Church song. This is like parts of the melody. And that aside, this man is a very sloppy enunciator. And I kind of wonder, is that really his voice? Is he trying to make it sound a little deeper and a little more tortured artist? This one seems like not sincere to me. Like he wrote something that sounded like childhood trauma, but it feels kind of like a persona. And I know everyone on stage is presenting a persona, but listening to this, I'm like, he just, he sounds dramatic, high maintenance, and chaotic. I know people like this. I don't vibe with this. Um, I do think it's a well-crafted song, like the melody and his voice. It all comes together, and it works, and it creates memorable, impactful uh, song. It does work. It just it doesn't work for me. All right, next up, we have the song sleep in by career woman featuring small crush so career woman is the alt indie project of 19 year old melody coddle a singer songwriter from los angeles she began releasing music as a young teenager her songs are described as catchy fuzzed out indie rock songs and that her and Members of Small Crush create a song made out of the liminal spaces younger generations have been haunting as the last few years of crisis have adjusted what a traditional coming of age looks like. sound reminds me of like a more energetic drum and bass heavy camera obscura the lead singer's voices are similar and I can't get enough of it <laughs> like I really like this song this just happens to to be a a sound that I enjoy women talking about their feelings it, I like it I am a woman, and I often talk about my feelings, so uh, that might be the tie-in. This vibes for me. <laughs> you might feel like that doesn't—you didn't like the other song, When <laughs> you like this one. The other person was talking about their feelings, yeah, but this one feels more sincere to me. It's going on the personal playlist. It is Zach Bryan with his song "Something in the Orange." Zach Bryan is 25 years old. He was born in Okinawa, Japan, while his family was stationed overseas with the Navy. He grew up in Oklahoma, where he also joined the Navy. He started uploading his music to YouTube in 2017, with his friends recording him on their phones, and one of his songs, Heading South, went viral. In October of 2021, he announced that the Navy had honorably discharged him after eight years of service to pursue his career in music. Uh, It said that he is a mix of classic folk melody and outlaw country. His bio says... A man of simple words, Zach's ability to create depth in his work is rivaled by few artists. He believes that who you are only extends to the person you are today, an ideology reflected in everything he creates. You know, I can't imagine anything that fits my own ideology, like, less. For instance, if you apply it to, like, a serial killer or a chronic cheater if they were to say today I am no longer those things what's to stop them from the next day to say today I am someone who does those things it's such a lack of like stability and accountability it seems absolutely chaotic because I believe our track records show so much about us And yeah, it can be a place that you came from. It can be a past of a person that you, who you no longer are, but you have to prove it to me. And I can't, I'm I'm just really triggered by this statement. I I don't like it, but uh, he's 25 and maybe at 25, that's, that's a way to look at life. That someone who is my age, 46, doesn't look at life the same way. So we'll just agree to disagree. But I miss you in the morning when I see the sun. Something in the orange tells me we're not done. Well, this has never happened before. This was a past top country hit. I don't do country, but I figure, like, this isn't hardcore country. This is, like, soft country. Like, it's dabbling on the edge of other genres, so it still kind of applies. Like And then something in the orange, what does that mean? So I, I looked it up, and it's metaphorically the sunset. The orange stands for the end of... The love affair. So I like that the song is very, very simple. It's like him and, I believe, two guitars. They just let his voice and lyrics kind of stand for themselves. They keep it kind of pared down. Nobody overproduced this, which I appreciate. So uh, yes, this is a yes. The song In This Shirt by The Irrepressibles. So this group was formed in 2002 with all songs being written by Jamie McDermott who later changed his name to Jamie irrepressible in 2013 this song that we're listening to originally came out in 2010 it received renewed attention in 2018 when it was used by a French figure skater Kevin Amoz in his free skating program and then it gained prominence again in 2020 through its widespread use in videos on TikTok during the pandemic. I'm surprised that I hadn't heard it before then. One would have thought that I would have been exposed to it at some point in the, in the last 13 years, but uh, no, it took TikTok to bring it on home, I guess. So, this is the irrepressibles in the shirt. So- I can see why I saved this one. I like how layered it is, where they have the organ and cello violin, and I feel like I was hearing some wind instruments in there somewhere too, along with some of the electronic synthetic or synthesized sounds with it as well. It was kind of like a a song that makes you hear color to me. Um, His voice is interesting like just he had a very unusual way of using like a like a vibrato paired with a falsetto which adds more sort of like a a drama or like an old school operatic component to it so yes this makes the cut well we've come to the end of the show for today thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the show as always we're super grateful to be part of the kskq family and if you want to get in touch with us you can email us at dreaminfringement@gmail.com. at gmail.com you can follow us on facebook or instagram just type in dream infringement or you can listen to past show recordings on most apps that Play podcasts. Just type in dream infringement. There's not a lot of other things named dream infringement out and about on the internet, surprisingly, or not surprisingly, so we're pretty easy to find. Anyhow, thanks for turning that dial over to us, and we hope to catch you next Monday. Jennifer, out.